Welcome to the I Create Daily Podcast. I'm Leora Alderson. And I'm Devani Alderson. We're your co-hosts on this journey of creativity and productivity. I Create Daily is for artists in every genre of creating, from musicians to writers, crafters to inventors, bloggers to entrepreneurs. I Create Daily is a movement for creators serious about your art. If you're into creating anything, this podcast is definitely for you. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Hello, everyone. Devani here with Leora, and this is the I Create Daily Podcast, Episode 2, and we're joined by Corey Huff, founder of TheAbundantArtist.com. Corey dispels the starving artist myth by helping creators build their online web platforms to sell directly to their fans, cutting out the middleman. Um, Corey is a speaker and author of How to Sell Your Art Online and also does live workshops. So welcome, Corey. We're glad to have you on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. So how did you come to start? I mean, first of all, what a fantastic name, The Abundant Artist, you know, and you've had your site for about eight years now, right? Uh-huh. You had your site for about eight yeah. years now? Wow. So how did you come to start this movement? Well, uh, it started as me just helping my friends sell their art. Uh, I, I, my first job after college was working for a little internet marketing company, and I started uh, helping my friends sell their art using my marketing skills. Um, and one thing kind of led to another as I was writing on my blog and interviewing artists to figure out how they make money and uh, sharing what I had learned with other people. And that just turned into a community of artists who were excited about what we were doing. And uh, eventually uh, it came to the point where we were busy enough and, and I had, I was helping enough people that uh, people started asking me to teach courses and then uh, it got so busy that I had to quit my job. Um, and that's, that's kind of where we ended up. That's awesome. Fantastic. So are you yourself an artist? I know on your site, it says that you're not a visual artist, but you do, you are interested in photography. So are you doing any more art yourself these days? Yeah. So I, I'm a performer. Uh, I, I have a background in theater. I do Shakespeare and stuff like that. Um, so besides uh, performing, I, I'm into photography and uh, word art and some other stuff. So that's sort of the, my, my creative expression is mostly just spoken and written words. And when you say word art, can you elaborate? Oh, just like illustri- illustrated stuff. Um, yeah, just illustration. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, you're, so you were a marketer and then you basically got into this because you were filling a need. And you've succeeded at helping other artists prosper online, basically mm-hmm. turn their passion and their hobby into a living. And is it, is it still, I mean, is it sort of like, it's not so hard or is it still that it's a challenge and it's a long road, but yes, you can do it. I think it's the latter. I, I, I would say that making a living as like starting any business is difficult, yeah. right? Uh, there are all kinds of challenges. If you've never run a business before, it's really hard. Most businesses fail. Um, you know, it's, it's a difficult thing. Uh, but that said, is it, it is doable. And there is sort of a well-worn path that other artists have, have trod. Um, it doesn't get talked about very much because we tend to focus on 
we tend to focus on the wild uh, outliers. Mm-hmm. We, we focus on the artists who are, you know, whose work is selling for a hundred thousand dollars each. And right. you know, we talk about like $10 million sales at Christie's and stuff like that. But for most artists, it's selling, you know, a few hundred, a few thousand dollars worth of art at a time um, and not trying to, uh, not, you're probably not going to ever sell a piece for a hundred thousand dollars, but that doesn't mean you can't make a great living. Yeah, that's a good point. Definitely. And when, when you're helping artists, like what, what are the few um, actionable tips in terms of getting exposure online in today's market with all the different um, social platforms, all the different um, ways of creating art and sharing it with the world? What are your few recommendations for anybody really getting found online? You know, getting found online is, uh, th- there's a lot of other artists who are competing for attention. Yeah. Uh, so what I usually tell people is pick, like figure out what makes you different from other artists out there. Do some research. So if you are a wildlife artist, for example, go Google wildlife artists and look at 30, 40, 50 of them and say, how are you different from those artists? How are you the same as those artists? How, where are they marketing themselves? Who are they talking to? Um, you know, if you live near any of them, go see their work in person, see uh, where they're showing their work. And as you do that research, you'll start to s- figure out, okay, like this is, this is where I'm different. This is where I stand out. And this is the advantages that those artists have. And these are the things that those artists are not doing. Um, in reality, if you look at 30, 40 different artist websites, you'll start to see the patterns for what, or what artists are doing terribly. Because oh, most, websites, right. most websites aren't very good. Right. Um, yeah. So you can, you can create a better website, you can create a better marketing plan or a, more, or a marketing plan that speaks to a more specific group of people and then spend the majority of your time talking to the people that you want to sell to or that you think are likely to buy your work. So um, many times, that's this is a really good point, and many times in, I know other businesses, you hear the riches are in the niches. And so it sounds like that's pretty similar also with art in terms of finding out what you enjoy doing and obviously what you're good at creating and producing quality and then finding that sort of zone or lane that you can plug into that's unique from all the other people doing similar things. Yeah, absolutely. Like I was just telling somebody else about this example earlier today. Uh, my friend Matt LeBlanc, who's a painter that lives in Moncton, Canada, uh, he, when he was coming on the scene as an abstract artist, um, when he originally started trying to figure out how to sell his work, he noticed that a lot of people were selling cheap abstract art and a lot of people were selling very expensive abstract art in his local area. So he decided that he would make art that fit right in the middle, 500 to 1500, right around that price range. And he's where other artists were showing in galleries and showing at auctions. He decided that he would set up a booth at um, trade at home trade shows. So people who are first time home buyers who are looking to decorate their home, he went, he went and showed his work there and that's where he got started and he's since done a lot more, but that was sort of the, the beginning of his art business. And there are lots of little ways to figure out uh, niches in the world. So back to the website you mentioned for a minute, you've seen a lot of bad ones and oftentimes that's one of the issues. Could you elaborate on that? Uh (laughs) Sure. Uh, For most artists, like we have a checklist of all the things that your artist website website should have. Um, Our our website is theabundantartist.com. 
Um, and if you just Google like artist website checklist, you'll find it. Um, and basically your, your website should have like a really good portfolio of your work. Um, the images should be large enough that people can actually see the work and not have to like squint at a little thumbnail. Yeah. Um, it should be mobile optimized. More than 50% of all traffic comes from cell phones and tablets now. Um, and people should, uh, you should have e-commerce enabled on your website. People should be able to click a button and make a purchase. Uh, if somebody has to contact you in order to ask how much something costs and then ask you how to buy it, and then they have to send you a check or then they have to give you a credit card over the phone, it's just a lot less likely that you're going to sell the work. Right. So, uh, especially for inexpensive pieces, anything under like five thousand dollars, uh, just having e-commerce enabled on your site is super easy. It's you know it take you a couple of hours to get a website set up with Shopify or Squarespace and integrating with PayPal. Um, that stuff is all pretty straightforward and easy. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And you're right. You're absolutely right. We have seen yeah. a lot of things like that where you end up actually doing, we're in a max of command plus to enlarge it that way so you can see it better, which of course then is granular. But yeah. And I especially mean, if you're a visual artist, if that's yeah. like who you are as a brand and you can't see what the art is, that's, yeah, it makes such a big difference. And uh, it's almost like making, um, what's amazing about the online space is you're literally making the website your online gallery and so when people walk into a gallery they Mm -hmm. want to see the expansive painting so when they open your website homepage or go to your gallery page they want to see that yeah yeah that's a good point. Exactly. Your, your website is your museum or your art gallery is actually a better term yeah. you use that yeah you talk about uh, on your site you talk about there's you have a section or an article on seo for artists we have mm-hmm. some online properties we've gone from real estate investing to investing more in online properties and so we have some websites and have done been doing a deep dive over the past year in writing for seo um mm-hmm. and so what are you it's so this, this is kind of a, a composite thought and it has to do with artists today essentially we're like many entrepreneurs and it's almost like we have to take on all the different hats entrepreneurially mm-hmm. um, to you know build a business and so in the beginning we're doing it all but it but if we look at it as you know one brick at a time building a foundation then that includes things like having the website and writing articles so now we're doing our art we have a website and we're writing articles which we can seo which means search engine optimization make titles and use keywords that people are actually searching to help us put ourselves in front of the audience. Is that where you're coming from with that? What, how would you elaborate on that? Yeah, that's essentially it. Like um, making sure that your website page titles uh, line up with what you want to be found for. Um, So if you are, you know, if you're doing, if you want to be a painter in leads, uh, and you want people to find your work, then you might say, you know, make sure that the title of your website, uh, the meta title, uh, is, you know, leads, profe- leads oil painter, whatever your name is, right? Um, so, and then beyond that, it's getting people to link to and talk about your website. Um, Google, right, like for every website that matches a specific search query, Google looks and says, how much traffic does that website already have? How important is that website? How many other people are linking to and talking about that website? And um, <clears throat> if they can 
uh, that, and that's, that's how they figure out which websites to put first. Uh, so you want to get people talking to and talking about and linking to your website, which will help your SEO. Right. Definitely. So tell us a little bit, a little bit about your book, um, how to sell art online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The book was released last year, uh, July 2016. That was last year. Yeah. 2016. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, the book was basically a culmination of at that point, it was uh, when I started writing it, it was about six years of experience um, helping artists sell their art on the internet. Uh, HarperCollins was very generous in helping me publish the book. Uh, and it, the book covers the basics of what you need to know in order to uh, get your website or get your art online and start selling it. Um, and it's really about not just what what button buttons to push, but how to think strategically about the internet and about the way you you think and feel about your work, and realizing that you deserve to get paid for it. So, are you a writer naturally? Is that one of your talents? Yeah, yeah, I write. I write a lot. Um, I, I do enjoy. I, people always you know, oh say oh I couldn't write a book, but it was relatively straightforward and easy for me. Nonfiction books are you know, it's, you either know it or you don't, and you might require a little bit of extra research, but all told, I wrote, I wrote the first draft of the book probably in less than two months. Fantastic. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah. So in, in the process of writing that book, what were uh, the daily habits that you had in terms of, and I know for, for especially writing nonfiction, and it's the same with articles, when you come from the knowledge inside out, it's much easier to just sit down and, you know, hammer it out. But um, sort of what, are, what is your process in keeping yourself creative every day? Yeah. Uh, so when I wrote the book, like I, I wrote the outline while I was sitting in the audience at a conference. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, was bored, I don't remember who the speaker was, but I was bored. So <laughs> I wrote an outline for my book. And I, you know, I, I wrote probably about a quarter of the book over the course of a month. And then I kind of got bogged down um, and I got distracted by other projects. But then when I got the book deal and uh, they agreed to, to publish my book, I finished the draft in about a month's time. Um, and the way that I did that is uh, I went to, I went, I rented a apartment on the coast of Ireland Nice. And my wife and I went there for a month and I wrote every single morning for four hours uh, before I could get up and go anywhere. Wow. And that was, that was my, that was my motivation was get up early, write for four hours, then go see Ireland and explore a little bit. Uh, and that was, that was my, the way I got myself to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. We were just interviewing another um, fantasy artist who does paintings, and she also said, uh, she's actually from Finland, and she was also talking about how th those four hours in the morning are absolutely crucial if you're creating anything, whether you're writing a book, doing the painting, doing whatever form of art, it's that morning hour where you're the freshest that is just the most important to know and whatever four hours that is in the morning for you, mm -hmm. whether it's early, early or mid morning, it's just the most important. important right. You were living like the writer's lifestyle dream, right? It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was, a, it was a, a fun thing to do. So do you, so do you now are, are you serving also authors like fiction authors? No, we, uh, our courses and training are for visual artists, painters okay. and sculptors. Okay. So do you have any experience, any knowledge of anyone who's serving fiction authors? Oh yeah. Uh, well, fiction authors, um, 
fiction authors. That's I, I know plenty of people who are helping nonfiction authors. Um, it's okay, but I don't want to put you on the yeah, spot. But no, I can't think of anybody. Yeah. That's funny. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. Like maybe Jeff Goins. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to interview Jeff Goins in early November, I think. And we have an, our family fiction authors and one published and so a couple aspiring. Um, but, and Devani has served as a social media marketing uh, strategist um, and service firm. She has served fiction authors and it's different. You know, mm -hmm. it's harder to create social uh, content, building social content for fiction authors. Um, and what's frustrating, and this, I'm sharing this even though I know you're not serving fiction authors because I think there's still a tie-in with artists, and that is right. artists, and that is that um, there's such a proliferation of content online and art and free access mm -hmm. to so many things that it really kind of demeans and undervalues, you know, all the blood, sweat and tears that go, can go into any creative endeavor, you know, for like an artist, a fiction writer, writing spending a year writing a novel and then to have it sell like 99 cents on Kindle or, you know, maybe seven or $8 on, on mm -hmm. um, create space kind of thing or, or through the publisher um, yeah. as a paperback. Yeah. It's, it's really challenging. And so, so that's one of the things that we're kind of searching for is how to help that tribe more. And one of the things that came to mind, and I think this ties in with visual artists too, is that, corporations as are you familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk mm -hmm. you fought I don't know if you follow any of his work but he's big on uh, helping basically industries even large mega corporations learn how to do social media by telling story by storytelling and what is exciting about that for us is that that ties in the possibility of story writers actually collaborating possibly with corporations to help them learn how to tell better stories, even sure. if it evokes fiction. And then that ties in with visual artists having more mm -hmm. opportunities to create artistic renderings for some of those stories. So and not just stuck on the medium of print printed word yeah. and paperback or Kindle, but, you know, expanding even into potentially, you know, the performing arts, right? Yep. Do you, so yeah, absolutely. Do you see any, um, like, so in your performing arts, do you work with, are, are you doing a play right now? Are you performing right now? Uh, not right now, but I, free, I do frequently. I'll probably okay. have stuff coming up soon, yeah. Okay. And do you work with, any, so you don't work with screenwriters or any of that? Mm -hmm. Okay. So just visual artists then. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, what would you, what have you, besides the website, what else have you observed are some of the roadblocks to visual artists actually earning a living from their art? Um, you know, it's, it's more than anything, it's just believing that you can. Ah. Uh, and, and like so many artists, one, it's okay if you don't want to. Like if you don't want to sell your work, um, you shouldn't try to sell it because other people told you you should sell it. Because mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> it's a lot of work and there's a lot of competition and it's really hard. and. Um, and it takes a long time to get to the point where you're, you see significant money from it. Um, and also selling art can take the joy out of it for some people. So all that said, if you really want to sell your work and you're super excited about that, uh, then you, I, I would say surround yourself with people who are similarly striving, similarly trying to achieve and meet with those people regularly, hold each other accountable, um, set specific goals, 
And if you can do those things, like the technical how to, like what to put on a website and how to market yourself and what to do on social media, like all of that stuff you can learn. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's just knowledge, right? Like, but the, the biggest problem I see with any entrepreneur is how they undermine themselves by not believing that they can achieve whatever it is they're trying to accomplish. Mm. That's so true. Yeah, it's, it's such a great point. And along those lines too, it's a little bit about, or a lot about mindset. It's, you know, if we haven't yet achieved, you know, our goal or any even approached it, having earned even the first dollar, for instance, from the work of art, it can be hard to imagine that it's a real possibility. So that's all the more reason back to your point of hanging out with people who are and who are aspiring to. Yeah. Um, because the, and the metaphor that we uh, used earlier and that we use a lot is, you know, it's building our foundation one brick at a time. And if we are standing on an open lot, you know, and there's no house there, it can be hard to imagine that at some point there's going to be a finished house structure, not only complete, but that you could actually go inside and live in. You know, it can be hard to go that far. Um, but if we start building it, you know, the foundation, pouring the concrete, and then one day, one brick at a time, building the foundation, and then putting up the walls, it begins to literally take shape and form. And but it is, it does have to happen on the blueprint of mind first, by virtue of our attitude, our setting our vision and intent, and then implementing it. So yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And we're 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 really big on that, which is why we created I Create Daily. It's the concept and it's the mm-hmm. practice from people that we know and admire, um, like from Stephen Pressfield, Stephen King, to, you know, the great artist of the visual artist of the time of the ages, that it was a daily practice. You know, it's like setting that momentum and keeping it going and then doing it with others who are lifting us up to do and pushing us and encouraging us to do the same thing and um, not, you know, whining or complaining about what isn't working. Yeah. Sure. So do you have any, sorry, you were going to say. Yeah, well, uh, just to sort of punctuate both your points in terms of surrounding yourself with those types of people, it's the, it, right now we're seeing sort of um, almost an art renaissance where people are getting back to creating all the time, being an artist, putting their work in the world. And it, what's cool is you're also seeing a lot of the business communities and the art communities um, sort of blend together, whether it's companies doing more of the story, artistic storytelling, or if it's the entrepreneurs that are noticing that what they create is also an art form. And I saw a great quote, I think you posted on your Instagram a while back, I was scrolling through and it was an Andy Warhol quote, and I'm going to butcher it, but it was something about how um, it's like business art is the next level after you've created your art or something like that. And Mm -hmm. that ties in a lot to just surrounding yourself with the people who have also the other skills that you're looking to acquire. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, Andy Warhol was really saying like, uh, he's, he's really saying that the art business is a business. Right. And if you're going to be an artist, you should be good at the art business. Um, and he was, he was, he was very good. He was very wealthy in his lifetime. And, um, you know, his, his art itself was really about the fact that art is commercial in its, in its nature or some art is commercial in its nature. So yeah, like looking around to see what other artists are doing and learning from them is super interesting and helpful. 
Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about your your site and platform because you have a lot of services and people can go to your site and peruse, yeah. you know, a lot of free resources that you have online as well as you have an eight day challenge that's free. Mm-hmm. Um, but what would you like people to just give a little tour, a verbal tour of, of what, uh, why they should come and what they'll find there? Sure. Yeah. If you are uh, an artist and you're just, just getting started and haven't sold anything before, or maybe sold one or two things, but don't really know what to do, uh, I would recommend uh, trying our eight day challenge. So you head over to the abundantartist.com and then just right there on the homepage, you click on uh, join the eight day challenge and it's a totally free challenge. We'll send you one email a day for eight days um, with one small action that you can take. that will take less than an hour. Um, that you can do to grow your art, uh, your art business and, and start to make some money. Um, what we find is the people who, if they stick through the challenge, if they fall eight days, um, probably one out of every four artists will actually get a sale um, nice. by doing that. Uh, so, of course, that's you know the challenge is actually doing the work each day, and, and right. you have to you have to step forward and do it. Um, if you are a more experienced artist and you've sold some work and you're trying to figure out how to turn it into a full-time living, uh, we have lots of blogs and articles uh, about various topics. And we also have courses that are designed to help you uh, take your art business full-time. So uh, there's lots of courses you can check out there. Our big initiative right now is called the Abundant Artist Association. Mm -hmm. And the association is a trade association designed to help artists learn how to sell their work uh, build a community of artists around them uh, and also have access to things like uh, group discounts for health insurance and legal advice. Wow. wow. Uh, yeah. And you can find out more about that at the slash association. Uh, and the community is awesome. We have, we just launched a month ago and we have just over 200 artists. Wow. Uh, in the community. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm super excited about it. We're having a really good time and, uh, the challenge that we have right now, like we, today is Thursday. We started our first monthly challenge on Monday and uh, the challenge is about uh, landing paid commission work. Nice. And one of our artists got her first paid commission on Tuesday. So the day after we start. Wow. That's fantastic. Awesome. I'm super excited about it. It's, it's really fun to see everybody be so successful and uh, I look forward to seeing where it goes. That's, it's super exciting and we're excited to hear about it because in a, in a way, you're a little bit like what we want to be with I Create Daily when we grow up, you know, like if we're, we're just starting and yet like you, you know, on your site, you talk about, you know, it's like an, another mindset, belief in abundance, mm-hmm. your name, you know, the abundant artist, it includes sure. collaboration amongst, you know, mm-hmm. associated, uh, competitive, collaborative, as a collaborative instead of competitive kind of sites. Um, and you know, basically there's enough, there's, and and Mm. our goal is the same as yours. And that is anything that we can do to uplift the creative artistic community. It's like a little bit philosophically, we believe that, you know, the world needs more art It needs more beauty. It needs more people who are creating because when we're creating, we're not fighting, we're not hating, you know, we're not, it's, it's a, it's a really positive thing for humanity in general. Awesome. And well, I, I, I so appreciate you all having me on and letting me talk about that a little bit. And I, I, I wish you the best of luck with, with Create Daily. It's, uh, I love seeing artists jump into, you know, 30 day or year long creation projects. I, I think there's a lot of momentum to be built 
when you do and it that confidence. way. A lot yeah. of confidence that can come, especially if you're somebody who's sort of entering into the arts and you're a little bit um, hesitant. There's a lot of the, I, I woke up for a full month or a full year, however long it is, and I showed up every day. And that just, that skyrockets your confidence in the arts. Yeah. So, so your association, anyone can join or artists can join at any time of the year, right? It's not like a close and open day. Yeah, we may, we may close enrollment uh, later this year if we grow too much. Like our growth is going really well and I want to make sure that the community grows at a rate that everybody who comes on board is excited and happy. Right. Um, so uh, if, if we grow too quickly, uh, we may close enrollment. But for right now, we're, we're at a good clip. It's fantastic that you incorporated the insurance and the collaboration of the yeah. power of the group kind of thing into what you're doing. So very visionary of we'll you. We'll definitely link all of that in the show notes. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, Corey, thank you so much for taking the time today. Um, do, last thing I want to ask you is if you could leave people with one thing, you know, to move forward toward their dream of becoming a, of, of um, what do you call, supporting themselves through their art. And then also uh -huh. another book that you might recommend that is one of your favorites besides your own. Sure. Uh, so create daily, uh, go, go make your work daily, uh, and also market yourself daily. Yeah. Uh, and if I were going to pick, uh, one other book, we talked earlier about, uh, mindset, about, uh, making sure that you are doing like that you are not getting in your own way with what you think and believe. Uh, there's a great book called mindset by yeah. Karen Fleck. Yeah. It's um, a favorite book. I uh, had a lot of conversations about it uh, over the last few weeks with some with some clients. So I uh, highly recommend it. It's a great book. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm glad you mentioned that's one of our favorites. The concept of the learner mindset is so important. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. awesome. Well, great to connect cool. with you, Corey, again. Thank you so much for sharing yes. your wisdom. Thank you so much. You have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us for the I Create Daily podcast. Please let us know what creatives you would like us to interview and what topics you would be interested in hearing more about. And if you enjoyed this show, please leave a review on iTunes. We value your feedback. We read all the reviews and it just helps us get the word out on the I Create Daily podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks so much.